Hello, mama. I hope your day has been awesome. Mine has definitely been awesome. I finally had some help for a few hours this morning with the kids, so I got to focus on work. I just feel so filled up right now. Oh, man, it's like, you know, you take things for granted when you have a lot of it. Although I don't know if I ever take childcare for granted because it's such a blessing. But it's like when you lose it for a while and then you get it back even a little bit, it feels like that much more amazing. So I'm just feeling good. And I was proud of myself for like how productive I was. And I limited how much time I had to work on things because however much time you allow yourself to work on something, that's how long it's going to take. Uh, if you can hear, I've been in some of Chelsea Joe's programs lately. <laughs> and so she's teaching me so much. And so I just, I did it. I got so much done more, I feel like than I normally would have, because I was able to kind of cut myself off and give myself limits. And I just feel so great. Anyways, I hope your day has felt just as good. If it hasn't, just know you're in good company too, because I've had a lot of rough days lately. Um, although we had a really great, not that I need to keep sharing all of the wins. I can share the hard stuff too, but we had a great family day on Saturday, uh, out in Southern California. It's been like seventies, eighties, and we went to the beach and it was perfect. Like everything about it was perfect, except for that we had to leave for naps. <laughs> My husband wanted to have a break and so I get it. And so I just, I didn't want it to be over. It was so amazing. That was really great to, to have that family time. Um, but there has been a lot of challenging days lately. Like I shared in some previous episodes, I just haven't, um, had childcare available lately for multiple reasons. And it just obviously has contributed to feeling behind in all of the areas. And it's just been a lot. And then, you know, being, being in the thick of it day in, day out, it's just a lot. So I get it. All that to say, wherever you're at, the good, the bad, I get it. I've had both of those lately. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, dive in in a second. I'm excited to share more about uh, parenting yourself. This is a series that we're in, helping you give yourself the tough and tender love that you deserve. Just like we give our kids tough and tender love, we got to give ourselves that kind of tough love and tender love. And so today we're talking about, we're wrapping up not the whole series, but I've had a three-part episode on your environment because your environment is so key. And this is an area we absolutely have to parent ourselves in. So if you haven't listened to the last two episodes, go back and listen to those two. There is just some great ways to help you create a space where you can thrive. Because if you are not making your home a space that, that pours into you, that helps, uh, create a a better mood, then you're going to be struggling. So make sure you go and listen to those today. We're going to wrap it up with some of like the deeper ones. A lot of the others were a little bit more, um, you know, physical, visual spaces. Today we're going to kind of the, the deeper ones, our heart environment, our self and parenting expectations. So get excited. I'm excited and let's do this. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. 
Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Right, Mama, I did want to share with you before we jump in, I have exciting news. Now, if you have been listening to me and you have heard about the Healed Mama Academy and you have been thinking for months about figuring out if you, if that's right for you, if you want to join, if you want to go deeper with me and do some healing work and walk through a program that helps you create a map of your pain and why you keep yelling and why you keep getting stuck in anxiety and you want to go deeper and even thinking about it, you can now go onto the website, morningmama.co, morningmama.co, and you can book a discovery call with me so that we can get 15 minutes live time together to talk about your goals and what you're wanting. And I can make sure to help you make sure it's a good fit for you because I truly do not want anyone to join if it is not for them. And so we can talk about what you're hoping for and I can help you figure out what those next steps might be. Maybe it's the academy, maybe it's something else, maybe it's therapy, maybe who knows, (laughs) but hopefully after I spend those 15 minutes with you, I can direct your steps. So if you have been seriously considering doing the full program of the academy with the coaching and you just, you just don't know, then come and book a call with me and I would just love to meet you and learn more about you and help you make uh, just a decision about if that's right for you. So I can't wait to see some of you over there. We had such a great call uh, with the Academy this week. Uh, If you don't know, we have weekly coaching call through the Healed Mama Academy. And so you get um, live access to me weekly and we get to talk through stuff and we just went super deep. And it just was so cool how God showed up in uh, a space where someone's been stuck for a long time. And, you know, it's, it's always just cool how God works and I'll, you know, be listening to someone walking through something. And I'll just sometimes in my mind be like, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what, what that is. And God, every time, whenever I, I cry out to him in those moments is so faithful to speak to me and to just help me to ask the right question or help give me the right idea. Um, and, it's he's so faithful because he is working on your behalf. That's what all of this is about is it's not about me. It's not about, uh, you know, even my training or anything as a therapist, like it's, it's about what he wants to do in your life and how he wants to speak to you. And so it's just so cool how he shows up for you. So I hope to see some of you over there because it, it just lights my week up every, every week, every Monday when we have our calls. So come ask your questions. Can't wait to see you over there. But anyways, without further ado, I'm excited to dive into our final episode of uh, parenting yourself with your environment. And we're going to begin with talking about your heart environment. And some of this we kind of went over when we were talking about uh, your firm foundation, your relationship with God, making sure that you are uh, parenting yourself in that area of your life and spending that, that daily time with God. So go back and listen to that episode. It's right before the last two environment episodes. Um, that's a great place to dig into, but we're going to, we're going to dive in there a little bit and it'll be a little bit different, but here's where I want you to think about. And I hope you're taking notes through this because I want you to figure out 
when, when you're looking at your environment of your home and your life, where are the areas that you really need to make some progress? You really need to take some steps. So with heart environment, here's some questions to kind of get you thinking about what those steps you, what steps you might need to take. So first of all, are you starting your day in prayer? Are you starting it um, by setting the tone that you're going to go through the day, remembering to rely on God and pray without ceasing? So that is one of the reasons why it's so important to start our day with God and to spend that day with him. And it doesn't have to be first thing in the morning. However, it does really help because it does set that environment for the day, right? We're talking about our physical environment a lot, but also the environment within us, right? Our hearts, our minds, like where, how are we feeling? Where are our, where are our thoughts going to? I don't know about you, but when I don't start my day with God, a lot of times I wake up just with angry thoughts. Like I'm so tired. Why, how could I, why did I not sleep well again? Wait a minute. Why are my husband's socks on the floor? Oh my gosh. Why is this trash can full again? Oh my gosh. You know, I don't know. You know, I'm trying to think of like, even this morning, what I was thinking, I can't believe that I have to shower again. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but most days I do not want to shower. Once I get into the shower, it's, it's mostly fine, but I'm kind of just annoyed with the whole process. Like I just want to go sit on the couch with my coffee and spend time with God. Like, why do I have to get ready? Which we're going to be talking about that too today. But you know, if, if we just start our days with our natural MO, most of the time it's going to lead to a bad direction. And so if we're not setting our heart posture and shifting it away from that, shifting it away from the anger, the annoyance, the tiredness, the, oh my gosh, I have to do all these things today. Holy moly. We got to wake the kids up. We got to get to school. We got to do all these things, right? Oh, I feel tired just talking about it. (laughs) If we just start our day with that mindset, that heart environment, who you can see like how that's going to go downhill real fast, right? If, if that's where we're starting and then you add in a tantrum and you add in a kid that doesn't want to eat the breakfast you just made and you add in uh, your own hunger because you didn't pay attention earlier and, and you didn't cook yourself a meal, right? And you add in a husband that maybe misses the mark on something because he also is human, right? And you add in uh, more kids and <laughs> their dirty socks on the floor and you add in how many butts you had to wipe that day and you add in, right? You get it. <laughs> Those things are going to be things every day that we have to overcome. Those are, those are thoughts, moments where we have to choose the right thing, choose to stay strong, choose to, to find patience, choose to be loving, choose to focus on the good. And so if we're starting already at that downhill place of I'm angry and tired and I don't want to do today, then we're just going to go deeper and deeper into a hole. So that, that posture of, of starting our day, focusing our mind, our hearts on God. We're reminded that, okay, everything around me might be crazy. There might be a lot of stuff that we got to get through today, but God is at the center and God is faithful and God is solid and God promises to give me everything I need for today. And God is loving me in the midst of it, no matter what. Right. And, and we're just reminded of this truth that we can stand firmly on. 
And then, and then along with that, we're reminding ourselves that prayer is what needs to be at the center, right? Because when we start our day, it's, it's fresh on our mind. And so when we're hitting those moments, those bumps in the road, where we're frustrated with our husband or our kids or the house or ourselves, <laughs> then instead of just going into anger or anxiety or those normal old patterns we're trying to get rid of, we're going to be reminded of, whoo, no, oh, wait a minute. I got to pray. I got to pray. God. God, 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 please, please help me. I'm struggling, God. Okay, God, will you give me strength right now? Will you give me patience? You promise with your Holy Spirit to give patience. God, please breathe into this situation. God, give me wisdom. I don't know what to do right now with this child. I, I feel angry and I don't really know what to do, but you do, God. This is your child more than it is mine. So God, you, you, please, you promise to give me wisdom. Show me what to do, <laughs> right? So we're, we're going, and God can handle all of that, by the way. Like those are honest prayers that I often pray throughout my day. So I hope you are as equally, if not more honest with God. Like pour it out to him. He can handle it. He will help you work through it. That's that's what that real authentic relationship looks like. And so we, we set our minds here. So we remember to have that prayer rhythm, that, that prayer. It's like a toggle, right? Like you're tied to this post. When you start your day, you, you, you get yourself tied to the post of God. And throughout your day, you kind of drift away from that post. But when you have tied yourself to that post, that rope, you feel it. It's stretched and you, you, you're feeling that tension. And you're like, wait, wait, I'm going the wrong direction. I got to pull myself back to God, right? And that rope reminds you that you got to go back to the center, back to that pole where God is. And you got to bring yourself back to that instead of getting swept away with the chaos of the house and the world and the kids. So we have got to check our heart environment in the beginning of the day with God. Um, another question, are you covering your day in prayer? We just talked about that and, and setting your mind on scripture. So along with prayer, what is, what is the scripture that you're meditating on? Right. When I, when I just was going through that prayer, I talked about how God promises to give us patience uh, and where that comes from is, uh, in Galatians, I can't remember what chapter now, but, uh, the Bible says that the spirit, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. I always usually miss one in there, so forgive me if I did. But that is the fruit that comes from being in communion with the Spirit. And so if we are resting with the Holy Spirit, we're doing life with the Holy Spirit, we're in conversation with the Holy Spirit through prayer and listening in the Bible, then that will be the fruit of our lives, right? If you hear that, I know I checked myself with this the other day where I was like, thinking about it for some reason. I was like, okay, is this what I look like as a mom? (laughs) Right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. I know a lot of days it doesn't look like that. (laughs) A lot of moments. So that's why this is so essential. If, If we are not keeping in communion, keeping our heart centered on God. It's not going to look like that. But when we do, that is what the fruit of our life looks like. Okay. Another question. Are you angry at your husband or have you extended forgiveness or set your mind in the right place? So kind of, again, attaching on, adding on to what we talked about earlier with the frustrations, but are you starting your day just already angry at your husband? Maybe it's not just for the socks. Maybe he legitimately you know, forgot to come home on time and you missed something big, maybe something even bigger, 
Maybe he betrayed you in some way. Uh, you know, maybe, who knows, right? Maybe, maybe it is, was a perceived thing where he didn't hug you in when he should have, and he hugged the kids first, you know, whatever it was. Are you extending forgiveness or are you starting your day in that bitterness and that anger, right? And, and throughout your day, as, as offenses pile up around you, maybe your husband, you know, maybe, maybe he's in a grumpy mood and so he doesn't respond with grace and love. Uh, maybe it's other, maybe it's coworkers, maybe it's your kids, friends, whoever. Are you going through the day, letting those offenses just add onto your shoulders and add onto your shoulders and you're getting more angry and more bitter? Or do you have a posture in your heart of forgiveness and grace where when the things come, it's not that we're ignoring them, but we talk about them. We work through them. We resolve them and then we let them go. We forgive. We extend forgiveness just as Christ has forgiven us, right? And if we don't have that posture of forgiveness in our heart, then our days are going to be completely derailed by the flaws of the people around us, which there's always going to be flaws. So this is really an area that we've got to parent ourselves, that we've got to get our heart environment in check first thing in the morning and all throughout the day and and just check in with yourself. Like, okay, where's my heart environment at right now? And this is something like, right, we're, we're talking about parenting ourselves, but this is something I do with my kids. Like I can sense immediately the second a stinky attitude comes into them, right? You can hear, I'm sure in your kids, right? You hear the tone of voice, you hear the kind of words they're using, you see the body posture, right? You can feel when that attitude, that, 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 that poor, unhealthy heart posture sneaks in, right? Or selfishness. Maybe they're, they're, uh, my kids are always fighting over the most random things. Like there is this chair. We have like a little bar in our kitchen and there's this chair right by the wall. And we have this, uh, electronic picture frame and the kids love sitting in that spot by the wall because it's, I think it's cozier by the wall. I don't know. It's, I don't know. And then there's the electronic picture frame, which can be like moved over. So I, I don't know the full draw never really makes sense, but it actually doesn't matter. Right. (laughs) But anyways, they, one, one kid will like, when they get up there, they won't go to the bathroom first. They'll just run to the chair to sit in it before their sibling gets there. And you can just see that, right? They are choosing selfishness in that moment. They're thinking about themselves and what they want, and they don't care what their responsibilities are. They don't care about the other person, right? They're just thinking about themselves. And so I nip that in the bud right away. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, we are not having this. And, And they start arguing about it. And I say, nope, no one is sitting in that chair today until you guys can work it out yourselves. No one is allowed to sit in that chair today. And I, I did this this morning. This is from this morning. And it was really cool because my three-year-old, you know, previously the five-year-old would often be the one to be like, okay, little sister, you know, you can have this thing. I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to let you have it. Um, and he would be the one to do that. But my three-year-old recently has started to kind of have more of an understanding of this. And so she's been doing this a lot more lately, but this morning she said, you know what, go ahead, brother, you can sit there. And she said, Josiah, you can go sit in the chair. And she wasn't doing it out of the wrong intentions. Like she was fully at peace and it was great. And he went and sat there and it was fine. And so all that to say, that was, uh, and doesn't always work out that easily, by the way. (laughs) Don't think my kids are perfect. They are not. Don't think I am perfect. I am not. (laughs) But 
you can, when those attitudes sneak in, we try and nip them in the bud. We try and get rid of them right away. And so we need to do the same thing with ourselves. When we start to sense like we are talking in a tone to our husbands or talking in a tone to our kids, we got to be like, whoa, wait a minute. I've got, I've got something sneaking into my heart. This is not the heart posture that I want to do life with. And so like go step aside for a second or apologize right there. Like, turn it around. That's what I'm always telling my kids. Turn it around. Turn your heart around. Like we, we're going to go with a different direction, right? That's what repentance is all about is asking for forgiveness and then going the other direction. And so you've got to parent yourself, kick yourself in the butt and say, no, I'm not going to let myself stay in this heart space. Just like I'm not going to let my kids stay in that heart space. And ultimately that it is our kids choices, but we can, you know, encourage them with different, with different tools, but we got to do the same for ourselves. We've got to say, no, I'm not going to allow myself to stay in this space. Like I'm not going to just be in this place of sin all day. And it's going to, it's going to color as you know, the whole day in darkness. So that's, that's the first area that I want to talk through is heart environment, parent yourself there. It's going to be key. Okay. Next one is self. So this one, I think, um, we've talked about a little bit on here, but I think it's, it's so important. And I think often as moms, we underrate this and I did for a long time too. But my question for you to begin with is how do you feel about yourself? Right? When you wake up, when you're going throughout your day, how do you feel about yourself? How have you been intentional to look your best so that you can feel confident? All right? So we are talking about right now for a moment, physical, physically, how do you feel about yourself? Which I know can be extremely challenging in a season of motherhood because we just had some babies and that just messes so many things up. Right. So, you know, I know this can be a complex issue, but I don't think it's something that we can ignore because it does affect us, right? How we feel about our bodies and then how we feel about what we put on our bodies, uh, clothes and makeup and hair and all of that. It has a massive impact on how we show up, right? I I know for a long time, I just kind of neglected this because I was like, huh, mom, like this is what you do. You don't really care. And it was fine. But, but the days that I like am intentional to wear something I feel good in and do my makeup and do my hair. Like, I feel like a different person. I feel like I could do anything. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I'm not perfect at this. And there's actually still days that I, it it sounds better to not get ready. I'm like, oh, I get to spend an extra 30 minutes on the couch reading my Bible instead of getting ready today. And I don't really have anything I need to get ready for. My husband's out of town, you know, like, so there are days I choose that, but I think you've got to factor this into how you're showing up in your day. And if you are feeling sloppy, your, your day is going to feel sloppy, right? Just like we're intentional with our home environments. We want to be intentional with ourselves. Like what makes you feel good? And maybe it's not makeup for you. Maybe you like to not wear makeup. Maybe for you, it is, you know, the hair, whatever it is, like just to be intentional about feeling good. And we teach our kids this too, right? We, in the morning, we want to make sure they're not going to school with stuff all over their face and dirty clothes. We want to make sure they brush their hair. We want to make sure they brush their teeth. Are you brushing your teeth, mama? I remember, I think I've shared this with you guys before, but I remember when I first became a parent, I had gone to the dentist shortly before giving birth to my first. And they were like, okay, well, when you have your baby, just, just try and brush your teeth every day. And I thought they were like so crazy for saying that. I'm like, why are they telling me that? Like I've been, I I brush my teeth 
twice a day, every day. Like it's, it's not a thing I even think about. So why are they telling me that? And then I had my first baby and I'm like, oh, I get it. Cause I don't even know what time of day it is. I don't know what, I don't even know how many days it's been. Cause I don't know like what end is up or <laughs> So I got it. So are you brushing your teeth, mama? Right? So we're helping our kids. We're, we're helping them pick out their outfits so that they can, they can feel confident and they can, you know, look like how, like something that expresses themselves while looking put together. And everyone has different opinions on this. I know some parents just like let their kids fully get themselves dressed and they like have full expression there. Some parents, it's all on the parent. Some parents are in the middle. We're kind of in the middle. I kind of let my kids have a say, but I pick out a lot of things, but all that to say, you, you want your kids to feel good, right? And, and whatever, in your opinion, that is but you don't want them to go to school with holy clothes. You, you want them to have something they feel good in, whether that's something because you picked it out or they picked it out. Same thing for yourself. You, sh- you need to go throughout your day feeling good. And I know this can be hard to feel like you don't have time for this. And I definitely feel that like I would, again, rather sit on the couch and spend more time with God. But I have seen just how much this does impact me. And and also think about like, how are you showing up for your husband then too? Like, are you, you know, like feeling sexy and good or are you not? And you're avoiding that, you know, anything to do with that. So you, you've got to be aware of all of the different ways that how you are physically presenting yourself, how it affects your life and the environment that you are, you are creating and that you're showing up in. So think through that. What does that look like for you? How can you make this reasonable, right? You don't need to spend an hour and a half, like curling your hair, you know, like all the things that we used to do before we had kids, you don't have to, doesn't have to look like that. Can you do like a 20 minute, like shower, makeup, cute bun, right? Like what does that look like? And just to try and figure out little hacks to make yourself feel good. Uh, one of my favorite hacks, if you will, is jumpers. Now (laughs) they are so cozy and I feel so good in them. And so it's like one of my favorite things to wear. And I just want to keep buying more because (laughs) I feel so great in them and they're cozy, like functional, cute, right? So find things like that, that work for your lifestyle, but also make you feel good. All right. Next category I want to talk through is parenting expectations. So here's what I mean by this. Here's some questions to think through. What are you allowing in your house? Are your kids allowed to talk back to you? Do others help? Well, let's start there. Let's start with that one. Okay. So first of all, you and your husband together get to set the tone for your home. You guys get to decide what is allowed to happen and what is not. It is not your children. So if you are struggling with kids that are speaking rudely or cussing or potty talk or disrespect or what, you know, you fill in the blank, that is not something that is, is just them. That is an environment that you have allowed. Now I imagine you didn't intentionally create that environment, but it will happen if you are not intentional to craft the environment. So, uh, culture gets created from, if we're not creating it intentionally, it happens from what there's some quote I'm trying to quote and I can't remember how it goes. (laughs) Essentially culture is going to either 
be created from you or it's going to, whatever you allow is going to create that culture. So all I have to say, if, if that is a problem in your home, that is your responsibility to set the tone for that. Now, I'm not saying this is simple and I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but you get to decide what's allowed. And so you can set consequences. You can have conversations. You can have big picture conversations. You can have consequence conversations. Like there's so many ways to go about this. And with all of this parenting stuff, I, again, I want to say every time I talk about parenting, I try and say, I am not an expert on parenting. My oldest is five. So we're still figuring things out. We're still in the, in the thick of it, but there is a amazing free resource that if you have not gone and checked it out, I highly encourage it. My husband and I are actually working through it right now. It's been amazing, but it's called Crazy Cool Family. They have a book, they have a podcast, but I even highly recommend more than that. They have a free program. And why I recommend that the most is because it's a strategic set of videos. There's a lot of them. So it's going to take you some time if you want to go through all of them, which it's worth it. But it's a strategic program to help you work through every facet of your family life. It starts with you and God and your husband and God, and then it goes to your marriage relationship and then it goes to your, your kids and then, uh, like you to your kids and then your kid to each other, like kid to kid relationship. And it goes through all of those and it helps you to create a family that is healthy, that is Christ centered. And it's so good because all of those factors matter, right? Like if, if there's not unity in your marriage, there's not going to be unity in your home. It, it all trickles down and, and they talk about all of that. So all that to say, like, if you're struggling with this, go and go work through the program over there. It is, it's going to, like I said, it'll take you a while, but it's worth it. Um, but I do want to say it is your responsibility to create the environment. And if, and you can't just point the finger and blame and say, oh, my kids are always disrespectful. Okay. What are you doing to allow that? Are you not following through the consequences that you're talking about? Are you just getting angry back at them instead of uh, creating a system for what it looks like if they speak that way? Right? So what this looks like too is not only is that affecting your kids, but it's affecting you. Because if you've created a home environment where the kids are allowed to do these things, then you have to live in that environment every day, which one means you're getting talked back to and your kids are being disrespectful to you, which is super triggering, right? Like that doesn't feel good for anyone to talk to us that way, let alone our kids. But then also you're constantly in a space where you're probably like for me, when I'm in a space where I don't know what to do as a parent, I feel super triggered and I feel really bad about myself. And I, and I, and I, yeah, again, super triggered. I feel out of control. I feel inadequate. And then I go to my coping, my destructive coping, which is anxiety and anger. And it's not pretty. So if that's what you're facing every day, all day, that's the environment that you have allowed in your home, then it's going to be super triggering for you. And so how you parent yourself here is you've got to go and do the work to figure out how to create a different environment in your home and to figure out how to change the tone. And this is essential, obviously also for your kids, but for yourself too. You can't miss this. Some other things to think through. Do others help with the cleaning of the house and picking up after themselves? Or is it always you? Again, that's going to be either the culture you've intentionally created or what you have allowed. So if, if 
the culture now is that you are always the one doing this. That's because you have created that culture, even if it's unintentionally, right? Maybe you just do it for people and then you're angry and bitter about it, right? Maybe you, uh, maybe you wanted to do it because you love them, but now you're realizing like they need to do it themselves, but you're not shifting it because maybe you feel guilty and you feel like you should just do it for everyone. I don't know, wherever the mindsets are, but ultimately like we want our kids and our husband to, you know, and there's, there's places to mutually sacrifice in different areas, but we want them to be responsible. We want them to help with it. It's not just your job to do it all. It's, it's a team effort. And so if you're feeling that bitterness and resentment, it's time to help create a new vision, a new system, a new way of doing things as a team in your home and not let it all be on you. What about also for your kids is their constant arguing and fighting, right? We we're talking about that earlier with the kids' hard environment. If, if there is constant arguing and fighting in your home, again, this is something you can shift. It's not simple. It's not easy, but it is doable, especially with the spirit of God. So parent yourself to say, I have to change this. I am capable. I am not a victim of my circumstances. I am not a victim of my kids. I am going to set a new tone in my home. And that environment is going to be so huge to help you thrive, right? Again, obviously your kids too, but you will thrive so much better when you know what to do when things come up. You have a consistent expectations, consistent th- things that you follow through with, and it's going to change how your kids show up in your home. All of that is going to contribute to your mood. And all of that is going to just, it, it, like it, it circles back on itself, right? The more that we create a healthy environment for our kids, the more that they're healthy, which then feeds back into us because then we're dealing with more healthy kids, which then makes it easier and makes it more fulfilling and makes it more joyful. Again, parenting is hard. It's not not going to be hard. There's going to be challenges no matter what. However, there's like a difference between this is how it is and it's just how it is. And it's just, my kids are always this way and it's not going to change versus, okay, it's going to be hard, but here's what we're going to do. We have a plan. We have a system. We're on the same page. We're working towards this big vision, right? It's very different. And I just want to spend the last minute I have with you just talking about the tone that you set, the environment that you set, right? We're, We're focusing mostly on the environment for you. However, the environment that you set is also key because again, it all filters back around, right? If you set a tone of forgiveness, your kids are going to learn to extend forgiveness. It's all, it all echoes. If, if you are, um, taking care of being things being said in a positive tone, then your kids are going to learn to say things in a positive tone. So we do need to talk about this for a minute. So here's some questions again to think through. I want you to write ones down that really stand out to you. Are you full of grace or critical? Like what happens if milk spills? Do you freak out? Do you lose it? Right? Or is there a place of grace and people are allowed to make mistakes? What does that look like? Are you encouraging or are you angry? What is your face doing? Right? Not just like what words are you speaking, but what tone do you have and what is your face doing? Like last night, I can't remember what happened, but my, my son told me something and I kept my mouth shut, but and I didn't say a word, but I must've had a look on my face and he says, are you mad at me? And I was like, oh my, heart, my heart just broke. I was like, no, but 
I'm not mad at you. I'm frustrated with what happened. We've got to talk about this, but I am I'm not mad at you. And no matter what you do, no matter how bad it is, I will never stop loving you. I will always be here for you. So it, you, all that to say, like your face matters in these moments. So what is your face doing? Uh, what are your words doing? Uh, one way to check on this too, which is not fun or easy, but record yourself. Uh, I've heard it before. Set your phone on the counter with the record on, um, set it there for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and just so much that you kind of forget about it. And then go listen, like, what does it sound like? What is the tone? What is the feeling? How much of your words are life giving and how much are you in the negative? What does that all sound like? Um, more questions for you. Are you apologizing and taking ownership and setting a tone of humility and forgiveness? Are you, uh, another one, casting the big vision for what you want your family to look and feel like? What pace are you setting for the home, right? So looking intrinsically at yourself about how you are showing up and what kind of environment you are creating with how you are. And all those things are super important. And I also know (laughs) they're not simple. (laughs) So start with, you know, the outward environment or really they're both, they both feed off each other. So wherever you want to start, wherever you feel like is the biggest issue. But I do want to say, if you're struggling with this stuff, I'm here to help. That's why I have the Healed Mama Academy. I can help you understand why you keep getting frustrated, make sense of how your past is coming in and hijacking some of the ways you're showing up as a mom. And I have a plan for you to access that healing in your mind, healing from God so that you can change your patterns. So again, if that's you and you're like, I hear you, I want to change, but I don't know how, then come and join me healed mama Academy at morning. Well, go to morningmama.co, morningmama.co, and you can get all the details and I hope to see you over there. So here's my last question for you. After listening to all three of these episodes, which I hope you have, What is the biggest area that you need to change the environment for yourself? So your eyes, ears, nose, pace, organization, heart, self, or parenting. Okay, so go back through if you haven't. Look at your notes. Listen again. Figure out what area is the has the biggest need. It's okay if there's many needs throughout. What's the number one? What's the biggest? And then the last question is, what is one thing you can do this week to work on that? Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for this gift of motherhood. God, that is beautiful and complex and exhausting and sometimes defeating. But God, you're with us in all of it and you're using all of it for our good, God. So I just pray you would help us surrender it all to you, God. Would you just show us how to show up as the women that you created, the mothers you created, God, so that we can love people how you love people. And God, that starts with ourself. God, would you just help us to receive your love? God, to to parent ourselves and love ourselves in that way as well, God, so that we can take choices that lead to thriving, that lead to health. God, show us what that next step is, God, and give us courage and boldness to fight for that no matter what the obstacles are, Lord. We love you and we thank you for your goodness, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, 
Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.